If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Uh, Matt Talk. Hello. Hi. So I was just thinking about my three-word rest review. <laughs> yeah, oh, we it. Still don't know. Yeah, hi. How's it going? Cool. Yeah, no, nice all good. We're okay. good. Jack, if you're good. Okay, cool. All right. Left one. Okay. No, right one. No, right, right one. one. Okay, cool. Ready? 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 Ready. Ready. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the WTF1 podcast. We're back for episode numero eight. Yes. <laughs> I was going to go with something that wasn't French. (laughs) For the French Grand Prix, if you didn't guess, with the wheat. I'm Matt. I'm Jess. I'm Ali. I'm Tommy. Hey, Ali's back. He's back. Ali, how's it feel? You're back. Amazing. You're back in the hot seat. Good to be back in in my seat. Jack and Sam have gotten out of my seat. I have my seat back. There's a lot riding on you, Ali. It's been been a while. I'm expecting some serious F1 knowledge. And I'll try not to be too sarcastic about About WEC. WEC. The the people have asked for you. I am back. They've missed three you. Comments, but <laughs> yeah, but a, a couple, but I am back. For I'm those sure couple everyone people. will be commenting right now saying, I'm so happy to see Ali back. So I wish he'd leave faster. Okay, just to show how happy we are yeah. that you're back. Yeah. What's your three-word race review for the French Grand Prix? Thank highlights you very much. Yeah, yeah. I had the highlights that I have watched. Um, uh, well, that's okay, that's one. Wow. It's a great start. <laughs> great start. Welcome so back, Ali. The highlights that I watched and a review on the highlights. A review. Okay, come on. Three words. You've picked the person again that doesn't have a three-word race review. <laughs> uh, made me... L- no. <laughs> made words. me know. <laughs> made words. me know. <laughs> I was going to go for a four-word race review then. Didn't quite work. That's not uh, three. Uh, uh, thanks, France. <laughs> That's two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, damn this it. is great content. Sorry, okay, thank, okay, thanks, Paul Ricard. Ah, oh, you're there. there. You got oh a four to two. That was incredible. Wow. I oh love that. Thanks, Thanks, France. <laughs> oh, what was that? Oh, I was, was trying to think brilliant. of the third word. What a start to the podcast. Okay, Tommy. Welcome back, Ali. No, wait, wait, wait. Welcome wait. Back, Ali. Doesn't Ali want to tell us why he's saying thanks, poor Ricard? Go on, and why are you thanking poor Ricard? Because it was an awesome race by the looks of it. Um, <laughs> 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 it was genuinely quite cool. I mean, the I think a lot of people didn't like the large runoff areas and all the painted mm. track but actually looking back at the uh, back at the highlights it actually looked quite cool to see yes people went off but a lot of people then regave positions and and the like but it meant that they weren't into a wall and out of the race um or they were able to of course let off but then again they were right on the tail of whoever they'd let back in front of them so i think it allowed for some quite awesome racing Okay. That's why I'm saying thanks. Interesting points. I disagree with most of them. Tommy. Uh, that was unexpected. That was unexpected. Yeah, okay. All right. There's a lot of syllables in that last yeah. one. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's allowed. Yeah. Unexpected because you thought yeah, it was going to be similar, boring. Similar to Ali, I think I've never heard so much negativity mm. towards a race ever. Well, not um, Monaco. Oh. No, because there's quite a lot of like, hype around Monaco, yeah. isn't it? Cause yeah. Yeah. Like, fair Fair play, apart like from this couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that couch. Yeah. And <laughs> um, yeah, and yeah. Okay, the, the track's not the greatest in the world, but everyone was already writing it off, saying, "Oh, we need a chicane," all this kind of stuff. And it was a good race. So yeah, nice. Well done, Paul Ricard. Well, uh, yeah, that's four. 
Jess, you're ready. You're prepared. To speak in three words. Nice gorilla trophy. Yes. <laughs> Fancy a Heineken. Fancy a Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone that didn't see, we had an amazing slow-mo <laughs> sent in, which oh, made yeah. me laugh. I, I was listening to it on the train today, and it was just, I was just howling. And, uh, if anyone wants to w- listen to it in half speed, do it, because we sound... It's hilarious. ...absolutely pissed. Anyway, yeah. Jess, back to you. Yeah, nice gorilla trophy, because... I don't think I've ever seen a trophy that looks quite like that. Yeah, it's odd. I thought... it was cool. I thought it was a joke. I (laughs) genuinely thought it was was a joke. Yeah, Yeah. I was like, oh, no, it's for the... It's the Pirelli Fastest Lap trophy. And then I was like, no, no, that's... No, no, I can see the writing on it. And then obviously they got handed out, like, on the... It does look like it came out of a Kinder Egg or something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A giant Kinder Egg. Put it together. Just to build it yourself. It's kind of cool, though. Like, if you... If you think of... uh, trophy cabinets and whatever that is going to stand out yeah. that bright gorilla <laughs> with a gorilla a gorilla butt yeah tommy was saying that it's got like a proper yeah butt. it's peachy yeah. bum yeah, yeah. yeah. Peachy nice butt. I, <laughs> I didn't check out the gorilla's butt that's, that's <laughs> the one that you focused in on yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was yeah. a fa- nice. it was a famous um artist like a famous sculptor that made the full-size one that was on the track but there's a few on the track there's one on the yeah. podium there's a few on the track as do well. we know why a gorilla no. No. Uh, gorillas mm. from France? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> My three-word race review was, uh, is, was, is Magnicor Who. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Wrecked. Uh, <laughs> because I, actually coming into the Grand Prix, I was very much against this whole poor car, just seeing the layout, seeing the way in which, you know, there was a chicane on the straight and it just kind of leading up to it, I very much did join in on the hype of the negativity. Mm. But um, after watching the race, after having the chicane, which I think improved the racing, if anything, mm. you know, if we'd had that long straight, people, I don't know if they would have been able to tuck back into the slipstream and got back past again or whether it would have just been embarrassing and they would be half a second down the road by the end of end of the uh, end of the straight. But either or, I, I thought it was a very, very good race um, for what was very low expectations. You know, it was one out of ten there expected. Yeah, in the driver's briefing, uh, I think there was a tweet that came out that during the driver's briefing, there was discussions about how to make Paul Ricard, the, the French Grand Prix, better. And one of the suggestions was bring back Manicor. And that was before <laughs> the race. So people <laughs> were already writing the race off before it even started. That's ridiculous. I think people... I think I saw a tweet about, I think it was, I can't remember who said this now, maybe Corinne Chandlock, but they were saying how if they had the long straight, if Bakus can have such a long straight, but such great a racing. That's a coffee machine getting involved. <laughs> that is a coffee Sorry, machine Carol. getting involved, yeah. Um, a, a great race where um, cars are able to get on a slipstream, get in front, and then the car they've overtaken is again in the slipstream to then be able to overtake again for the first corner. That's why I think people were saying, why have the chicane and not just the long straight? Is that you could have a possibility of two overtakes and cars I couldn't see that happening though. Like Vettel going past a house, there's no way a house would get them back, would they? Really? No. And I think it was a good addition, to be honest. And F2 was crazy. Like Mm. watching them having (laughs) just the amount of people just went straight on because it was raining in their race as well, and we didn't get any rain. There was a, um, I think it was practice, and of course it was Kimi Raikkonen actually used the wrong because there's 167 layouts of Paul Ricard. That, that many? Yeah. yeah. 167 it's different insane. layouts. Oh my God. And uh, there's a, uh, during free practice, Kimmy, oh Kimmy goes he went and to turn t- left, turns yeah. and then goes, oh wait, it's not that chicane, carries on. Yeah, that's bad. Like yeah. I, I liked the, the circuit layout, but there was it just wasn't nice to look at no. for, for a viewer. It's quite it confusing when, because it's a new track as well, you didn't know the layout. Yeah. So you're like, right, where do they go now? 
Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll get on to the circuit. Let's let's have some three word race reviews from fans. Uh, mixed mixed bunch. Uh, Keenan underscore Ford waiting for rain. I think we all were, but at the same time, it didn't. It wasn't a make or break no, for, for the race. Uh, TP underscore four seven zero reverse order grids. I think that's alluding to F two. And oh, actually no, it's alluding obviously to Formula One as well. Obviously, and yeah. the fact that um, it showed with Vettel and Bottas coming through the field, um, and F two having the reverse order grids in their in their in their rules. Balthazar Brands one too many Joe collapse, alluding I guess to your point about not yep. having many walls, which uh, yeah. Just speaking a bit about that, like I don't like the fact there's no walls and there's no punishment for for running off or even gravel. You know, there there's obviously a, a, an argument about Lance Stroll and the fact that he had a tire blowout if there'd been a wall there or something it would have been pretty pretty terrible like yeah there was so much runoff and the, the 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 strips which are mixed with i think it was was it you that was saying it it's mixed with they've got different like the ab- yeah, it's abrasive rough. material it's abrasive. Yeah, yeah, yeah abrasive yeah. material so the blue one is like semi-abrasive but you're probably okay and then the red ones are meant to full-on stop the car yeah um and you did see that with stroll's blowout as mm. soon as he hit the red the car pretty much stopped so it did work yeah, yeah. um but yeah, it was. It is a bit, still a bit strange. Yeah, I think as well. Like the the start of the race when you had the the incident, I know some of them went. Uh, I think it was Max and Kevin Magnussen just launched it across the first chicane, mm. and a lot of them did at turn four as well. But if you watch, uh, I think it's Ricardo and Kimi. They actually got disadvantage for trying to stay on the track. Yeah. Because they slowed right down and everyone just breezed around the outside yeah, of them. Yeah, exactly. It's almost that like, where do you draw the line? Yes, you know, you're not losing a place by just going straight over, but arguably, it's an o- it's an awkward one. And then and then it's just so hard to police. I yeah. found I found it a bit of a farce to be honest. Just seeing the amount of drivers just flying across mm. the yeah. chicane. Like it's I thought it looked, sh- it looked stupid. Yeah. It was well, a bit of a joke. Arguably, Max got his position. Oh, from Max flying. definitely gained from that. He, he knew what he was doing. He 100% oh, get in gained. the bin, Tommy. There, with was, that. I mean, there was nowhere <laughs> for him to gain. go. Yeah, there yeah, was nowhere for him to go. Yeah. But, you know, had that been any other circuit, he'd have been in a wall yeah. or in a gravel trap or something. Like, he yeah. wouldn't have had that exit route. So, yeah, I mean, it's not his fault, but. He the circuit, the oh circuit yeah, exactly. Allowed the circuit allowed him to do to it. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah. it's not his fault. Yeah, yeah. but, but he's not going to just plow into the accident. No, exactly. Like, no, and but but if had it been a different circuit, he probably wouldn't have had that option. Yeah, and he absolutely honed it down there as well. There was yeah. no like second. Oh, should I make? No. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm out of here. And he See was straight guys. to P2, and and that was it, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. True. But anyway, let's uh, let's move on to some others. Tanner's two three seven, and actually about ten people. You said Tommy came in with this one Robert Van Klink and Terza better than expected which I think we all agree on uh, B and White right this is this is a good one only five seconds let's talk about that incident Sebastian Vettel Valtteri Bottas I genuinely genuinely believe that, that Vettel deserved a penalty and I thought five seconds was very lenient to be honest oh. um <laughs> oh, I was going to be like agree, and I was like no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I genuinely think he deserved the penalty and I think as Hamilton said in the post race um, sort of interviews, you know, it's it's something that is in the rules, and that's probably what he deserved in the rules. But is it something if you ruin a guy's race, is that what you should get? Is five seconds? What would you give him? A Just ten second curiosity. stop and go. Ten second stop and go. Yeah. And that would have stop like and com- go. Yeah. Completely ruined his race. Then he would have been. But maybe that's me being biased purely because the cars race was ruined too. are so far ahead that anything less than a ten second stop and go, Vettel would have finished fifth anyway. Yeah, I think like. 
people's argument was Vettel essentially punted Bottas and then still finished ahead of him. But yeah. That's like you can't you yeah, can't just you can't just penalise someone just because you finished ahead of Bottas. It's like well. You can't just wait, see where Bottas finishes, and then go. Okay, Vettel, you finished behind him. Like that's that's a stupid thing. I think that the penalty was probably about right because it's it's a turn one incident. It's very clumsy. It's not the kind of thing you expect from a four-time champion. But at the end of the day, it is a turn one incident. If it had been halfway through yeah. the race, yeah, okay, I understand. People like there's some ridiculous comments. People thinking you should be black flagged and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like that's that just crazy. ridiculous. But I think five seconds is fair. It's just, it's just. Of course, he's not going to get that much of a um, penalty because they're so much quicker than everyone, and they just breeze yeah. through the field. I think that's where my sort of opinion comes from. Is that I wanted to be more than five because it wasn't a penalty in the end. Really, obviously, the the main penalty for him was having his front wing smashed off. And having to go around and come into the pits again. I mean, it was a massive penalty. He should have got a podium and he finished fifth. But that yeah, was his own fault, so he can't really... Yeah, so he did get a disadvantage. So he did right? get a disadvantage. Yeah, he got a disadvantage, but that's from his own mistake. That shouldn't be kind of put into the penalty factor, in my opinion. And the fact that the cars are so quick, that's why the five-second penalty didn't matter either way. Like, it didn't affect his position at all. So maybe that's where I'm coming from in the fact that he needs to be penalised more. But, but I, guess I think it just highlights how kind of alludes to what Tommy was saying like so so much in F1 is a variable you can't have like you can't ha you have to have something that is a universal right this is the this is the penalty for this kind of an incident otherwise it's just going to get silly and you're going to have to I mean they do I think the stewards there are different steward members right that all provide a different opinion so you've got like one from the driver's perspective one from the FIA one like they're all they're all there to kind of give an opinion based on the incident at hand that's why for some instances, it takes a long time for them to get back with any feedback. But, you know, you can't have it so that, like Tommy was saying, you know, the, the reason why I think it seemed so unfair was because Bottas's damage essentially meant that his race was just completely ruined. But had he not had as much damage, had he had similar damage to Vettel, arguably he should have been flying through with Vettel. Um, so... I get, I get, I do understand why people are saying it's unfair, but I think like if you start applying, really penalties based on damage. Exactly, that's just, that's just it's yeah, just yeah. not going to work. It should just be, as Tommy said, I agree completely with Tommy. That turn one accident, you know, Vettel didn't do anything malicious. He made a mistake. It was his fault. He should have been penalised. He was penalised, and it just so happened that the orders of things didn't it didn't really make too yeah. much of a difference but i think it's still it still ruined his race and it still yeah. put hamilton ahead in the championship yeah. and vettel now trailing so and you, you don't want to start giving ridiculous penalties for moves at the start to the point where everyone will just exactly. give up on trying to overtake and just go two by two into mm -hmm. the corner exactly. and then we'll, we'll be complaining about boring races that yeah. no one's actually trying yeah. so. and if anything like i think it did robbers of a potentially even better race because Vettel had pace. I think mm. I think Vettel would have taken would it have to Hamilton. It would have been interesting to see what would have happened, uh, yeah. Yeah, and it would have been... I think it would have been so exciting. Because I think we've said it before as well. Like It's it's great to see these midfield moves. and But the front was pretty much unchanged. Mm. Bar like Raikkonen jumping Vettel. But again, that was because Vettel, Vettel's tyres were however many extra laps mm. old. Yeah. Like I think it would have been so cool to see Vettel take it to Hamilton. And have those two... I mean, that's what we all want right we yeah. ultimately want still, those still two still waiting for it really yeah because yeah. every th every switch or change has been one of the drivers either has like not turned up 
or they'd made a mistake during the race and it's cost them quite a few places. That, I mean, this is what, the third or fourth time it's happened to Vettel where he's ended up like not even on the podium. Mm. So I just, um, that's what I'm waiting for. I really just want those two to have it out on track. That would be a one. That would be good, wouldn't it? And okay, fair enough. I see your point and I do agree. I think it's more just a frustrated F1 fan than me. It's like, yeah, because of the ca- the, chas- the chasmic gap. <laughs> that's that's a word, right? Yeah, the chasmic gap, gap between the top well three. Well, it is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. You were looking chasm. at me like, well, like chasm. Is like that the, a word? I don't know. Like the big, the big Large gap. gap. The big yeah. gap between the top three <laughs> this teams. Is, this is, this I've is gone why from <laughs> trying to be like a, a proper English person to. What am I saying? Anyway, <laughs> this is why we don't let Matthew <laughs> do any of the writing on the website. You're just um, the pretty boy hey, in front of the camera. I actually do a lot, don't? Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Anyway, um, a lot. Of, anyway, uh, yeah. But the the, the top three. <laughs> what? Shut up. The top three teams and the rest of the grid. Okay. Anyway. The rest of the good. Grid. Grid. Oh, grid. The top okay. three teams. Yeah. They, it showcased how ridiculous those top Seismic three teams. Seismic gap. Yeah. Seismic. Seismic sound, isn't it? Oh, I don't, I'm I don't tired, know. all right. I was in early for IBR. Anyway, let's moving on to um, another guy who had a great race, actually, but got a bit sassy in the press conference. Uh, your boy. My boy. Max Verstappen. Yeah. Um, he actually said, for people that didn't see it, uh, this was in regards to the Vettel Bottas incident we've just spoken about. Honestly, it's not acceptable. That's what they said to me at the beginning of the season, so I think they should do the same. And then, of course, Seb shouldn't do anything and just drive again and learn from this and go on. That's my advice to everyone in the room. And this was kind of uh, very much a, a jokey side of it. Yeah, but there was complete, a ledge to it. People completely missed the mark on that. There was a lot of Vettel fans that got really kind of... that thought he was having a go at Vettel, mm. and it was, it was actually no, him just having a go at the media, the media to say, yeah. like look, you've rinsed me for these moves and uh, look, a four-time world champion still makes mistakes going into turn one, so give yeah. me a break. He's well, clearly still annoyed by it. But still a bit cheeky because, <coughs> like, yes, yes, Vettel made a mistake um, and I think, I think what all of so us... not eight in a row. <laughs> yes. And not eight in a row and he's... He was until that, uh, that mistake leading the world championship, but so... When was Verstappen's last mistake into turn one? <laughs> But then I don't know if it's true or not, but all the mistakes I can remember of Verstappen are not on turn one, lap one. But exactly the point, right? So turn one, you're going to get incidents because the cars are all bunched to cars. <laughs> the cars yes. are all bunched together. <laughs> yeah. So I think a turn one incident is more forgivable than a, than a later on incident. If you think like Shanghai when he went right up the inside and on the after the long straight on the hairpin and yeah. wiped out the Ferrari. Like exactly. Th- through the race. Yeah. And you've made that mistake. Yeah. But lap one, turn one things are going to happen which is what happened to Vettel so that's what I think that he's taken it way too far and thinks that him and he Vettel should have as much of a media madness as what he had but his were always as far as I can remember always through the race and not lap one it's a bit of like an arrogant way of him kind of being like well look 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 I'm sorting it out now like it's weird it's a weird comment didn't really need to be said can you blame him though you can't blame him can you no because he's young and he's and he's Essentially been thrown yeah. right into the fire pit and gone, oh, wow. And he, he, he definitely would read all the, the crash stuff and jokes and all that kind of stuff. Clearly, you could tell that he'd Smacks seen all that assassin. stuff. Yeah. I think it was just, he, well, obviously, every media question that he ever got was, are you going to calm down yet? Are you going to yeah, learn from your so mistakes yeah. yet? So he's like, well, you go tell Vettel that then. Yeah. So obviously, like, it's, I don't think there's really much to read into it other than, like, he's having his day and we'll see at the end of the season where he ends up yeah he's back on track so 
and he had a great performance. Literally. I think, yeah. that he at the French Grand Prix. So another person that had a great performance, no excuse to uh, talk about him, Charles Oh, Charles. Oh, Charles. Charles How long have we got left? Charles Leclerc. <laughs> yeah, the, the last this remaining the 20 minutes is the Matt's podcast about Charles. <laughs> and Ali, now it's Ali time just for... casually dropping in. Yeah, you've got 20 minutes left, by the way. Just, just, so, just, so, just stop <laughs> talking about Charles. Um, Jessica Chrona, Charles the man. Yeah, I agree. Oh, is it, isn't that Charles? <laughs> what a man! Charles the man. Oh, Charles the man. Like, Got you. Yeah, like Charles the man. Yeah. At Curtis Le Prosser, man. is it time Raikkonen was replaced at Ferrari? Leclerc put in another stellar performance and drove the wheels off the Sauber. Surely that puts him in good stead. I read that salad. Wow, I'm tired. Good salad. Puts him in good salad. Good salad. Well, that Ferrari have been looking to replace Raikkonen for the past five seasons. What more. Have they? For, for me, for well, yeah. Raikkonen is an inc- like an amazing Ferrari <laughs> driver. They no, say incredible, Come on. incredible Ferrari driver, because they're exactly what Ferrari need. Yeah, it's a bit like Bottas and Hamilton. He's a bit like Bottas. Yeah, he's like the. He's I, a and I love, I love Raikkonen. I've always loved Raikkonen, but he is at the moment perfect for Ferrari because if Vettel messes up like he did, Raikkonen's there to get the points. Or if if Vettel doesn't mess up, he's normally again right behind Vettel to get in the points, either on the podium, in fourth or fifth, or whatever. Arguably a little bit better, though, because I think Kimi's now got the record for most, most podiums, podiums without, without win. winning yeah. a race yeah. in, like, a time frame. And you think, surely, like, all the things that have happened to Vettel in the last two or three years, surely he must have, like, must be winning a race at some point soon, but it's not really it's not even come close, really. It's, it's, you know, do you say that's just the cards haven't fallen in his favour? But you just think like there's been so many opportunities for him to get pole, mm. for him to just run away with the race. Have a nice bit of your tango <laughs> there, Ali. <laughs> um, yeah, you sure. Know, and yeah. I, I think Kimi is, is way past his best now. Like McLaren, I think was very much the peak of his yeah. performances. Um, obviously, he he won the championship with Ferrari, which was close, but. It's time for him to move on, I think. He's not... He, I know what you mean. He's a great Ferrari number two driver, but he's not even that good in the sense that he's not close to Vettel he's a lot of the time. He's not picking up wins he's every time. Yeah, Vettel he's not... Failures all w- yeah. Or yeah. And, yeah, they're not... With, with they've not been close to really winning the Constructors' title, even when Vettel ran Hamilton pretty close that year. You know, it's not... And with Vettel and Bottas crashing in that race, you've got to expect Kimi to at least get in P2. Really, you, in yeah. realistically, he needs to beat Verstappen, but because of his qualifying P6 in a Ferrari, like yeah, and Leclerc was eight. Yeah, yeah, and Leclerc was ahead of Kimi by the, the turn three so or whatever. Yeah. I know it was you a bit carnage. I don't know. I don't know if you got the same sense. I don't know if it is just because of all the the chat about Charles, but <laughs> it, you did his. He was very decisively, mo- like he moved pretty decisively around Charles, and like it was, it was, it was very much like. No, you're not getting past me. No, like I am still the Ferrari driver. Did anyone get that sense? Like when we they were when they were on track, yeah, it was very much like I don't know. Yeah. I just got the sense that he was he had he had a point to prove. Charles. No. Kimmy. Kimmy. Oh, Kimmy yeah. Just, uh, sorry. Yeah, I, I didn't notice that, but I did see. I think we did have a tweet. I can't remember if it was in that list, but yeah. we did have a tweet along the lines of like, "Oh, did Raikkonen really like you know get his elbows out and kind of prove you know I should be in this Ferrari seat?" But <laughs> I mean it's, it's hard to read him though, isn't it? Because yeah. he just, whenever you, s- whenever <coughs> media speaks to him, he's just very laid back about everything. So it's, I think it's very difficult to get a sense of whether he cares or not. I'm sure he must do. Yeah, he, mm. I think he does. Um, but, but he's he's always just very much, yeah, I just get in the car and I drive and I come home and I 
yeah what eating I ice cream what I know <laughs> what I notice I in a lot of her of his press sort of um uh, interviews is he's obviously very chilled and whatever but there's always it could have been better he yeah. always says that when yeah. it's qualifying the race it could have been better so I feel like he does want yeah he does want to win mm. but I just don't think he's got it in the tank especially no. against Vettel but then what what will Leclerc is, is he is, is he yeah i think he's going to be awesome if he goes to ferrari but is, is he just going to be yeah. vettel's bitch and then you go like what can he prove like, would it would it be better for him to go to haas <coughs> first because I, I mean know. i mean magnuson had a pretty quick. yeah magnuson great had a great point, race Jess. at fjl cabral is Grosjean at risk of being dropped from haas you think ferrari has enough power for a mid-season swap between him and leclerc I think mid-season oh, is I don't probably. Know about mid-season. I, I think Grosjean's got to go. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Mid-season. Did he yeah. score a point? He did score. A point. No, he didn't. No, he no. didn't. <laughs> Miss out again. I think Grosjean's got to go. I just, I can't like. I think you know we 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 were talking about Baku and how it was unlucky and um, what was after Baku? I've lost. You've been in quite. You've been in qualifying, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Been it in qualifying? Was it qualifying? Hey, Grosjean. Practice. No, yeah, Grosjean Q, 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 what, yeah, Q3. yeah, sorry, yeah. He so he and he screwed Magnussen's lapper. Yeah. And then, and then he got a penalty in. for crashing into Ocon during the race. And then he was. Also, his moaning on the radio is just absolutely ridiculous. Like, yeah. You know the Bottas move? Yeah, moaning about Bottas. There was, there was a perfectly legitimate overtaking. He's like, did you see what he speed. did? It's like, yes, he overtook you quite cleanly. And he, li- he lit up the rear wheels slightly. On the yeah. on the exit, mm. but that's about it. Didn't even he just he just came over. Was like you're not coming back past. Yeah, like he just any other racing driver would. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but obviously he's like, oh, this is unfair. I don't like yeah. mid-season switches of drivers though. I like if you're. I do. Spoken like a true Hartley fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm still holding out on that. <laughs> I think Go I think Hartley. it's a bit it's a bit of a mix-up and it's a bit of a weird situation, but ultimately teams have to think about. <laughs> are they going to get to the end of the season with any points behind a certain driver? And if they're not, if you don't, if you don't perform, you get fired. Like that's mm. literally it. That's what happened to Kvyat. That's what happened potentially to Grosjean, maybe. If and hopefully happened. to Hartley. And maybe to Hartley. <laughs> Why hopefully? Wow. Why not hopefully. He does seem like a really nice guy, but at the same time, he's just him? he's just not good enough to be an F1. We've said this before, and I'll, I'm saying it again. This is, seems like it's like <laughs> new. Yeah, always news. back to Hartley. Yeah. I mean, I think there's better drivers that can be in, in that Toro Rosso seat. Anyway, I don't know why we've moved on to Toro Rosso. With McLaren. Mm. Wow. Wow, we. Wow, we. Grosjean Paul weekend. What about McLaren? That was um, terrible, wasn't it, really? I'm, I'm actually shocked that I think every, I've saw so many tweets that were like, I, can't, I think we all started watching F1 at a similar time. If it would blow my mind if you told me that Williams and McLaren, McLaren would back, be yeah. the yeah. backmarker teams. It, wow. Like it's horrible fall from grace, isn't it? Yeah, it's it crazy. Really is. Um, at Fraser Lloyd 2, this time next year, where will Fernando be? In IndyCar. Yeah, Rallycross. In IndyCar. <laughs> Rallycross, yeah. Yes, in Rallycross. <laughs> that actually seems like... He'll go for the quadruple a potential. What, Rallycross? Yeah. yeah. Like, have you seen his tweets? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He keeps yeah. tweeting and stuff about it. He's saying he wants to. I, he'll at least have a test drive or something. I think yeah. he's just like, I'm just going to try anything because yeah, I can get a win now. everywhere else apart from F1. He's yeah. doing a Sebastian Loeb. He win, you know, he'll win F1 and then he's yeah, going to yeah. go and try we'll the go motorsports. Pikes Peak. I, I forgot to mention it in the last podcast when we were talking about Alonso and what, what he's doing, but I genuinely don't see the point of him being in F1 anymore because no. the, 
it's woeful, like, it's just appalling to watch him in a car like that. He's going after the Triple Crown, which is awesome. Like, I think it's one of the coolest things that mm-hmm. anyone's done in motorsport for a long time. Just, you just know, go and, just get go and do it, do it properly. Yourself. And just you're just wasting your time in F1. You're ruining all your stats, and people are going to just look at your career and go, like, oh, why was he finishing... He'll, he'll win the web championship this year go and yeah. win IndyCar next year and then the year after go and do WRX and you'll have four under your belt and then go and do whatever you Motor want MotoGP well did you hear the, the latest uh, rumour about IndyCar is that um, McLaren are trying to get an IndyCar drive for him and the only team that will let him do it is obviously powered by Honda and because Honda uh, because Alonso talked so much smack about Honda, they're reluctant to open arms and yeah, let them have their... And again, yeah. and again yeah. what we were talking about in the last Burning podcast, bridges, yeah. you burn bridges, you can't yeah. go back. And now, yeah, if that's his Whether only option Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But yeah, it would be... It's, it's an unfortunate situation that they've got to go, yeah, sorry, we uh, slated you, and arguably unfairly, because look what they're doing now. Yeah. Um, but... Can we have an engine for IndyCar, please? Yeah. I think it's also the same thing yeah. as, uh, from my point of view, that is, yes, bad, but it, I think that Honda could look at it the same way that Toyota looked at taking him on board rather than keeping the original crew together, is that Toyota will always be remembered as the team that helped Alonso get his triple crown. Mm. So, yes, there's bad publicity between what he's done with Honda in the past, in the last couple of years of F1, but if he goes to IndyCar and wins in a honda power car at IndyCar, it'll always be... Not there necessarily like in the limelight, but yeah. they'll be immortalized. Yeah, yeah. Like yes. Honda helps. Honda will save a lot of their reputation that they'd destroyed in the last few years in F1 mm. potentially by by, by helping Indy uh, get. I mean, sorry, not Indy. Alonso get the Indy championship. Yeah, and but and I can also crown. understand like you, you chat shit about us. Like, come yeah, on, fair like, yeah. Don't yeah. don't come to us asking for a car. I think it's a catch twenty two. There's I think there's equal kind of opinions on both sides yeah and, it's just and what it's also proved this year is that it wasn't just honda mclaren are just as bad as honda were in terms of p- performance they're having a night bad there was yeah. Bu- did you see the thing from bullier as well that he said we need a works engine to fight for the championship it's like you've just left a works engine yeah uh, they seem completely clueless at the moment it's and you were telling really me something about honda uh, mclaren and freddo's freddo's yeah freddo gate it was a bit uh, it's obviously rumour in here. Yeah, it's all like it's all rumour, but there was a bit of a story that came out that was um, a, a McLaren employee spoke to the Daily Mail and claimed that um, the situation was so bad they were given chocolate bars when they were doing well and stuff. And, um, but only one each. But only one <laughs> each, strictly one each. And yeah, it's, not even it's a all Snickers. kind of... Yes, it's not, it's not a good situation by the sound of it. And it's probably all a pack of lies, but then apparently the reason for that... It's because McLaren banned them from press conferences or something. It's all I don't media know. politics, it's all, isn't it? Yeah. It's all media politics. Yeah, you just. Don't but know. I thought it was quite funny anyway. Yeah, it's, it's funny. funny. It's a funny, it's a funny situation. It's not a funny situation. It's, just, it's just hilarious yeah. that if it is, if it was really Freddo's, has that been like confirmed that they were given Freddo's? I think it's Freddo's. It's <laughs> such a funny. It's such a Freddo, British thing as Freddo's well. Freddo's at the best of time are a touchy subject. Yeah, yeah. No, because we, well, I mean, we all know Freddo yeah, should if, be ten. English, you know. They yeah. should be 10p. That's a big bonus these days, isn't it, Freddo's? Mm. Yeah. 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 yeah I think they're like <laughs> almost 40p nowadays. Don't, don't. My the childhood within me. Childhood? The, the child chi- within me. Anyway, You're um, right, Matty. No, I'm not. Da- Daniel Apt <laughs> actually did the funniest thing, uh, I think, all weekend, which was related to Alonso, um, where he tweeted, uh, 
Alonso probably after the race, this was the greatest spin of my career. No one can do it better. Obviously in relation to him and Vettel going side by side and then him spinning on the kerb. <laughs> what did we make of that tweet? Well, I loved the fact that he, uh, Alonso People replied. are picking up on it now, aren't they? Alon- I, I mean, what Alonso must have just been like sat on Twitter for yeah. a couple of hours just replying to everyone because I've never seen him so active on Twitter after a yeah. race. Mm. But um, I think the thing is, like, I kind of wish Daniel hadn't have backed down because yeah. he essentially just went, oh, my yeah. God, it's actually Alonso, yeah. and then backed down. I was like, I no, think you... most people would have done Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In me, me included. Yeah, I'd have been like, oh, yeah. sorry, so sorry. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're a great driver. <laughs> <laughs> Love, <laughs> you. Love you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I kind of, like, it, it was just funny to see. I mean, obviously, Alonso still has such an impact on other, dri- not just drivers, but, mm. you know, in general in the motorsport world and fans and stuff. But I do kind of wish, like, Daniel hadn't backed down. Yeah. Mm. get some beef but it was funny it was good yeah, to watch it was, a funny it was good to watch like Alonso just blow up everyone's Twitter like I found it yeah. funny that Alonso was searching his own name or uh, seen it come up because he wasn't yeah. tagged in it no like, he wasn't he's, tagged in he's it he's clearly so, found yeah. that some, in some unless he follows somewhere. Daniel Apt maybe or someone that he follows would have liked it Oh, yeah. Actually, there's or all kinds of algorithms. Like but I found it funny either way. Yeah, yeah. So it's all good. good. Uh, let's quickly talk about Paul Ricard as a circuit in general. Mm. Um, AJ Lewis12345 says, What is your honest opinions on the race and the track? And do you think they should get rid of the chicane for next year, I'm assuming? No, I no. I don't, I don't no. think they should get rid of the chicane. No. I no. As I said earlier, I think it improved it, if anything. Well, be- before they went there, sorry, before they went there, um, when I saw that whole layout, I would have thought that they should have gone taken the first right and gone the long way around there's loads of different chicanes isn't there like yeah there is there's 162 yeah. different varieties you, you 167 oh Jess. sorry missed the <laughs> final five <laughs> sorry are we on twitter right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have the first right and then there's the left which Raikkonen failed to go or thought it was going down and then the next left is the actual track yeah if they take the first right they loop back round again to, to go the and onto the left and then so it's like a big sounds like direction S. i'm literally so lost right now yeah. yeah so it's the right rather than anyway good I job, know where good job there you was only good job there was yeah. only one road into the circuit eh? oh that was, oh, that was a nightmare I actually had, yeah that that's the layout that needs to be changed not yeah. the actual track <laughs> jeez How 65 thousand people trying to get to fp1 and well, yeah, the grandstands were empty you get stuck in a car park at Silverstone for two hours just trying to get out, and they have Can't actually decent it. roads getting in and out of it. Well, at least you see it. It's just getting out afterwards, which is yeah, a bit sure. yeah. pain. If you need to yeah, see how bad it was, go on uh, fake Charlie Whiting's Twitter page. He was out he there, was right? And he, he came all the way from, I think he's from Canada? America. Or America, America, yeah. North America. Uh, to watch the race. And he drove in. It took him, I think it was like six, five or six hours just to get there for free practice. Took him so long got there it was apparently an hour walk once you parked your car anyway and they said uh, the marshals said like oh take a bottle of water because it's a long walk barely saw anything went back and he didn't even go to qualifying or the race because it was that bad and so many pictures i've seen online people just didn't bother going because it was that bad all the videos as well in the car parks and on the roads of just thousands of cars all just tooting their horns at each other it's That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is as well, I think like Ross Braun came out afterwards saying um, that the F1 and the circuit promoters are working on ways to improve this for next year. But as of yet, I mean, this could have all changed by the time this goes out. But as of yet, I've not seen anything of anybody apologizing. No, they, they had a statement that was not apologetic. It's not apologetic at all, at all, it was, at it all is it? It was very bad. But but I hope they, they reimburse yeah. the people that couldn't yeah, get yeah, there. Definitely. Like that is appalling. And yeah. it's so bad for the sport because I mean, so many people already don't 
go to live Grand Prix mm. because of all the things that you have to go through mm. as a fan. I mean, I still think that it way outweighs, like to be there is just incredible and to watch live racing is amazing. I mean, we've, uh, Jack, who's behind the camera filming us, we, when is you came funny? out with us to Baku, you, you appreciated the live racing. So um, He's nodding. I yeah. think, you know, it, it's, it's a completely different experience than from Imagine watching at home. Imagine if you'd for the first time though for that. And you you would never, five you'd never even never watch F1 again. again. No, you no. wouldn't. It's just, yeah, bad experiences like that are just killer. And you know, it, F1's not cheap. No. And so who, was, who was the person that signed the deal with Paul Ricard just before he left? It was Bernie, wasn't it? So I saw some tweets that was like, it was a massive FU to Liberty from Bernie saying like, I'm going to sign a deal with a track with that's this. not ready to host yeah. Formula One. Good luck. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like a Bernie thing to do. Yeah. 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 But, uh, I mean, I haven't actually seen the statement, so I, I, I'm not particularly informed. But as you've said, you know, it's not apologetic, which no. infuriates me more than the actual problem itself. They yeah. Yeah. Like they were after FP1, they should have been apologetic. Like straight away, they should have been like, Especially oh my God, we can't believe this. We're so sorry. Yeah. And Ross Braun is meant to be all about fan. He's meant to, part of his job mm. is meant to be about how fans can better enjoy F1. So regardless or not like, there's, there's only so much you can do about infrastructure of, of tracks, but if you know however many thousands of people are going to be trying to get to one place all at the same time, those tracks need to be have the facilities to cope with that. Mm. Look at Silverstone. Silverstone was almost wiped off the calendar because it wasn't deemed to Manicor have enough. was wiped off the calendar because of that reason. Exactly. Yeah. So and I know there's always a money issue or whatever, but, you, you know, don't. It, sh it just shouldn't be allowed and I don't know it, it can't it can't have been an afterthought they must have known about this yeah. they must they have known about this roads, like, surely. Yeah. I mean the there's one road apparently into the circuit and if you if you read any tweet written reply to like the Paul Rickard account or whatever it's just savage it just does, it just does nothing like no one no one is going to want to go to the French Grand Prix no. next year and unless there's the, I would only ever go if I knew that roads had been built but even then, you'd probably wait a year yeah. to see how, how the mass actually yeah. laid yeah. out. Yeah. Crazy. But That's there you go. Yeah, anyway, simmering our anger down. Let's move on to driver of the day. Not Vettel. Vettel won the fan vote somehow. <laughs> that was hilarious. That, that just shows what we spoke about, I think, in a couple of... Hello? Someone coming <laughs> <laughs> in a glass? Ding, ding. <laughs> uh, Who wants to be in the podcast? <laughs> Edwin, are you also triggered by yeah. Vettel being driver of the yeah. day? Um that everyone loves a uh, comeback drive to the point where even if someone punts someone at turn one, they get driver of the day just because and they've come back through the field. reasoning was, was that, oh, because Vettel came back through the field. Yeah, but he made a mistake in the best, like one of the yeah. best cars in the field. That Let's be honest, like him and Bottas, like they were just breezing past people on the street. Yeah, yeah. And, it's and Bottas was damaged too, mm. and he was still getting a fair, fair old way through. So Pretty funny. Yeah, it was. So Shouldn't what, who, be who, driver of the day. Who would be your driver of the day then, Jess? Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> is the boring choice. Is the boring yeah, choice, but boring he choice. he didn't put a foot wrong. And and, and, and everything well. everything that we said, I still don't know if his heart's fully in it, but you know maybe it was because he doesn't have the pressure of his new single being released with uh, Christina Aguilera this, this time. Did what? you not hear about this? No, and I don't want to. I so don't uh, hear any of this. apparently, so Christina Aguilera has released a new track, 
With a mysterious rapper that with a mysterious is 100% Lewis Hamilton. It's no a mysterious way. Yeah, you can tell it's him, yeah. Find it, it on YouTube. X, XDNA or something. Or XNDA. Search for it. The track's called Pipes. Search for... Go on YouTube and search for Pipes. Because I listened to it. I sent it to you and I listened to it and I was like... Oh, like this mysterious rapper, it's probably Lewis. And the second he starts, you're like, this is 100%. It's 100% him. You know it's him oh straight away. Yeah. I really wish that we could <laughs> play it. Rapper, on, on rapper the of the day. day. We'll get sued. We'll listen to it. Rapper of the day is Lewis Hamilton. No, yeah, I was I was saying maybe he doesn't have the pressure of that this weekend, looming over his head. But no, I think he had a fault this weekend. He did, to be fair. So that's why he's my driver of the day. Ali, who was your driver of the highlights? <laughs> uh, driver of the highlights. Uh, I, as far as well, I think Science did quite well. Raikkonen did, um, did quite well. And um, Hamilton did quite well. That's uh, not one driver. That's not one. Uh, Somebody uh, says Hart. I'm going to say Raikkonen. Raikkonen. Oh, wow. watching Weck. Hamilton's a boring option, but... Shout out to K Mag as well. He was pretty yeah. good. And also, Science drove a pretty decent race. So, I'm who's your pick? Hamilton, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. There's a timer going off. There's some serious noises. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's even coming up on the microphone, but it's going did, did, did. So, my, so yours was Hamilton. Mine, yeah. mine, my favourite driver of the day. Okay, no, sh- shout out to Charles. He did, he did awesome. Driver of the weekend. But he could have driven better, as he said himself in the uh, interviews. I saw him a couple of times flying Personally. off the racetrack. Um, <laughs> when, you, when you, you spoke to him on Twitter. No. Yeah, you when you called him out afterwards. afterwards. Okay, he actually wants to come on the podcast, just so you guys know. So, I mean, it's, it's well, 100% cool. we'll have him on. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, he wants to come on. That's all that matters. Uh, we'll, we'll get the rest sorted. Um, so, my driver of the day isn't Charles, um, purely because can't go for Charles every time. I think that's the biggest bombshell um, of this whole podcast. I know, right? Bam. No, it'd be even bigger if you said Hartley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you couldn't pay me enough money to say Hartley. Uh, my driver of the day was Carlos Sainz. Uh, he drove a fantastic start of the race and he did everything he possibly could with the car that he was given. So Carlos Really unlucky as well at the end. Yeah, oh, massively unlucky. He would have finished well, he was P6. He was, he was lucky that they got the virtual safety car. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, he's luckier than he was unlucky, but he was definitely lucky. Like. Yeah. Also, again, outperforming Hulkenberg. Yeah. Hulk needs yeah. to go. Hulkenberg had a poor qualifying. All oh, right, let's just chill oh, out. The, the he the was opinions. in WEC as well. <laughs> Come on, he did Le Mans. Give him let's a chance. Not, uh, he won Le Mans. Let's not, get into, let's not get into that. Do you not feel the same way about Alonso, though? No. <laughs> Why though? Because Alonso did because the greatest quadruple stint yeah. in the middle of the race. Alonso yeah. did an incredible quadruple oh, stint. He was actually fast what, against the night in, in Mon compared to uh, Hulkenberg. He yeah. was the standout driver. Who were you comparing it to? Oh, his teammate. Yeah, I'm only baiting Ali. Yeah. I'm just saying that Alonso. Who, who was he racing, Ali? No, I, I'm saying Alonso was actually fast and compared to Hulkenberg, who wasn't. Oh, was he not? But no. he still won Le Mans. Well, he had two great teammates. I don't know why we're talking about Le Mans. Who cares? <laughs> How has Ali managed to do this? <laughs> we missed out on a Le Mans ha- podcast. We yeah, have to do to it now. We d- yeah, we had, to, we had to speak a little bit just so that you didn't cry. Um, so predictions. Last time we all said that Mercedes were going to win. Um, I said Bottas and then I think you said Bottas. I think I changed and I my think mind at the last Jess minute. was the only one to correctly guess Hamilton. Uh, I correctly guessed uh, Raikkonen in third, but that was about it. We're rubbish at predictions. We're However, not very good, are we? Austria, predictions, go. Wow, good. Alistair. <laughs> uh, Mercedes again, and 
unfortunately. I think it's Power Trek, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Hamilton, Bottas, Raikkonen. Okay. Where's Vettel? Is he going to crash out again? No, I think he'll just have a bit of a, bit of a, a down yeah. day. Okay. Ali? Spin out, wasn't it? I'm going to go for the highlights. Uh, Ricardo. <laughs> on the Red Bull Ring. On oh. the power track. Red Bull Ring. Yeah, Red Bull Ring. Rubbish Red Bull there. Ring. Conspiracies. Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah, Ricardo, Hamilton, Bottas. Ricardo out of nowhere. Ricardo, yeah. wow. Well. Um, not even. Just okay. wait. <laughs> okay. Hold my bit. Uh, I'm going to go for. A, I think Austria is going to be a pretty straightforward Grand Prix. So I'm going to go Lewis Vettel Bottas. Lewis Vettel Bottas. Okay, I'm going to go with Lewis L- Hamilton Bottas Vettel. You're not on first name terms with Lewis. No, but no, you are with Charles. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <Charles>. <laughs> okay, Charles P3. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. That is it. Cool. Thank you very much, guys. Wait, which one am I outroing to? The left one, Ali. I yes. remember you telling me yes, that. Yes, the left one. Don't look at yeah. the wrong one. You no. were touching that one, so that's why it put me off. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching this episode <laughs> 8 WTF1 podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure once again. Uh, the French Grand Prix is done. And we're only like, what, how many days till we do it again? Depends seven. Seven. This is yeah. going Six, out. seven. What, one. Six or seven. One. Because it's going out on Wednesday. So oh, yeah. Next, one day will be Thursday. Oh. One how day away. Yay. Yay. Cool. More right, we'll see you next time for the Austrian GP. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye, Dan. Dan's waving from behind the camera. Bye. You need to go to bed, Matty. Yes. You need what? He needs to go to sleep. You need, need a, to go to sleep. You need a chasmistic Okay, sleep. I had like two or three words. Chasmistic sleep. There was quite a few there. <laughs> what was there? <laughs> What's that? Did I, did I mess up my words then? No. Oh, God. Okay. But the fact that you can't even remember what you said. Oh is no, but uh, I, that's because I genuinely didn't even process it. Okay, we're fine. We're good. Okay, we're out. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Thanks, guys. Bye.